Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we're discussing chapter one of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The Other Minister. New book, new us. New book, well, same us. Same us. Nope. Actually, no, new because we have we've been renewed, been renewed and changed after. <clears throat> I sound Beachella. I sound like this because Beyonce was like sing, and I was like, "Fuck this is dust mask," and I took it off, and I am half dust and sand, and yeah. I'm okay with See, it. I watched it from the comfort of my own bed, so my voice is intact. I had a. Didn't have to I, had, you have to hear this. The cutest boys I've seen all weekend. And I was behind them in line having a freaking coughing fit, spitting, mucus coming out everywhere. And then the guy turns around and I was like, don't worry, I'm not on anything. I'm just full of dust. And he spoke because he thought I was like having a, you know, like a drug incident. And he was British. It was a black Brit. He saw me and all my mucus. Sorry. It was worth it, though. Beyonce deserved it. Yeah. I mean, I am surprised my sister and I didn't wake up <laughs> on me and my mom because we were singing. <laughs> we were like, oh, she did not. Like, we was, it was a lot happening on this on this bed. So. There was so much going on. It was it was a lot. We, we tried to get in the again. crowd, which I don't know why we thought we could. Brandon, my brother, got us all hyped up. He was, do- he was being a hype man. He was our fat man scoop. Eh? Eh? Call back? You still don't know who that is, so it's okay. I, I'm not impressed. <laughs> um, so we were like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to go. And before Crazy Love was over, I was like, we got to get out of here. Because I can't see dusty-ass women all in my face. And I'd rather be further back and get my life. Yeah. And so that is what we did. Yeah, Sweet. that's awesome. Half-watched from the screen and, and watched her speck of shine like you could see her like she glowed mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. even you all know my glasses situation and i was like it don't even matter mm-hmm. i see it from my soul she mm-hmm. has opened my third eye yep no 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 yeah no no third eyes um we have some announcements and reminders uh, we want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons just lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, and we have Wizard Team merch. Head over to our website to set up your nerd fashion and stationery game. Amani wants you to know that Bayana's just trying to keep us sleep, that they don't want us to open our third eye. That's not an announcement, nor a reminder. <laughs> it is a reminder. They don't want us to win. Uh, if you okay. want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, and subscribe subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now... Wizard Team News.
Um, Black Girls Create is headed to Universal FanCon. We have a lot of dope panels planned, as well as our first Wizard Team Live. Um, so come to our panels, come say hi, talk nerd stuff with us. We'll probably this week put out like our, you know, the times and which panels we're on. Um, I meant to do it last week and it didn't happen because my life is very wobbly right now. The Omni shambles. It's not in shambles. It's just like it's teetering, you know, (laughs) but it's like, it's fine. Like it's going to be fine. It's just right now I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just moved. I have like, I have to figure out my life and like it's figured out, but now I have to actually like execute. Actually, there's still some things that aren't figured out. I just, I got a lot going on. It'll be okay. Um, <laughs> magical birthdays. Shout out to Tacey, whose birthday is this coming Saturday. So yes. if you see her in the internet um, and in our Slack, make sure to wish her a very happy birthday. Shout her out. Happy birthday, Tacey. All right. Let's get into it. This is probably one of my favorite chapters of the series. Yeah. Because I think it's, well, we'll get into it, but this is, yeah. I was, as I, I was getting really excited for this and then I was like, why? It's such, you know, cause like the first chapters are whatever, you know, like they mm. set the tone or whatever, but they're not like, it's not like we're in the department of mysteries. You know what I mean? Like it's still yeah. slow, but yeah, this, this chapter, I love it's it. It's really funny because. It's also shady um, as hell. It is. It's also really funny because like. I swore this was your favorite book for a long time until we started Wizard Team and you were like, it's Prisoner of Azkaban. But for so long, I'd be like, I hate the Order of Phoenix movie because I because the book is my favorite. And you'd be like, yeah, I feel the same about Half-Blood Prince. No, I just hate the Half-Blood Prince movie. That's valid. Marissa, my nerd bestie, he's sitting over here. Shout out to Marissa for letting me record while she's still recovering from Beyonce. From Beachella. Um... I was like, she's like, what, are, what chapter are you doing? <laughs> We're starting Half Blood Prince. She goes, oh, your favorite movie. <laughs> she's a troll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so The Other Minister, chapter one. Also, we're two books from being done. So that's My God. wild. Um, I feel like that's a thing that should be acknowledged. That's um, wild, guys. It's very strange. This is yeah. our second to last book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have six months until we finish it, but still. It don't make no sense, though. <laughs> it's, it's weird. <laughs> Very weird. Okay, chapter one, The Other Minister. Oh, it's also weird. We don't have to do it previously? Or do we? I think we should. We should? Previously. Okay. Previous, we, should, we should previously the whole book, Let right? me do this. Let me do the previously. Previously on Wither Team, J.K. Rowling was like, fuck your life, fuck your feelings, say goodbye to your man, Stubby Borgman, Voldemort is back. It's going down. It's not going down at midnight. It's just continuously going down. Are you ready? Do your cardio. Mm-hmm. Better get it going. And uh-huh. Dumbledore is a problematic face. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Accurate. I think I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was nearing midnight, and the Prime Minister was sitting alone in his office. Um, Not named. He's just the Prime Minister, and that's who he is. He's just his whole identity. Harriet Jones. Um. Yes, we know who you are. Um, (laughs) uh, He was waiting for a call from the president of a far distant country. Don't know what country that is. I'm sure it's a national security thing. And and between wondering when the wretched man would telephone and trying to suppress unpleasant memories of what had been a very long, tiring, and difficult week, there was not much space in his head for anything else. 
Um, the more he attempted to focus on the print on, his, on the page before him, the more clearly the Prime Minister could see the gloating face of one of his political opponents. So this dude is stressed. He is stressed. Could you imagine, yeah. though, like, all of this shit is going down, right? But you can't see it. Like, there's no... Like, just... People are sad. Things are going wrong. Well, right now, like, yeah. Like, infrastructure that you thought was safe is just falling apart. We're not even there yet, not, but yes. But you know, but you know what <laughs> I mean? I haven't even explained, but yes. Like, just like, like just shit. He, yeah, and he's he like, I don't know why. And all of this is my fault, but there's no reason. Mm-hmm. There's no rhyme. Well, that's there's the no thing reason. is like his political opponent, like all this random shit has been happening all week. And the, his political opponent has been blaming him. And he's also like, but I don't know how this could be my fault. Because I don't know how I could prevent these this, things from happening. This random shit is going down. He's like, well, how would I know <laughs> that it needed to be prevented? Right. I, I'm confused. There was a bridge collapse. How the hell is um, he supposed to stop that? Right. It's, it was, apparently, it's only it's under 10 years old. So it's supposed to be right. new. It snapped clean in two. So like that there were two very nasty and well-publicized murders a hurricane in the west country do they i didn't even know they got hurricanes they don't that was like you didn't get you don't get hurricanes we're in the we're in the british isles right and you don't get hurricanes there so how am i supposed to it's looking like miami in the west country how how am i supposed to be able to prevent that the infrastructure can't support that because we don't get those here we don't i don't know what the i don't know her hurricane i don't know her I've never seen it before. What is a hurricane? And then one of his junior ministers had, uh, chose that week to act so peculiarly that he was now um, going to be spending a lot more time with his family. Oh boy, was so, curious. Yeah. Um, Voldemort is all out in the open, though. That's really all you need to take from that little, this little rundown is Voldemort does not give a fuck. He said, oh, oh, they know I'm here? Well then. I'm here, bitches. Let's, you know what I'm Voldemort- saying? Voldemort channeled his inner Beyonce. I was going to say he brought out the Brought out a cane. The Death Eaters were in formation. Mm -hmm. And he said, we out here. Yeah, he did. He did indeed. He was like, welcome. He said, I am the first Death Eater or Dark Lord to take over the country. Ain't that about a bitch. (laughs) That is what Voldemort is Uh, doing right now. Yeah. By no the secrets. way, spoiler alert, this episode is brought to you by Beyonce. Get ready for well, the references. Well, they're all brought to you by Beyonce, if you aren't aware. And paramedic. Paramedic. <laughs> um, but this Maggie's episode... in the chat. What? Maggie's in the chat. What? Um, Say it one more said... time. Say it one more time. <laughs> one more time. Just say, Maggie's what? in the chat. What? <laughs> Um, hype girl Beyonce gave Maggie, me my life yesterday a, 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 a Patronus my- and if you know you want to go listen to a previous bonus episode about magical government systems or something we did that like a couple months ago check Maggie it out Maggie is already. in the chat um, but she, it is <laughs> but she real said, up in here it is real um, she said that Ireland got hit by Sandy but this is a stretch since meteorologists should be able to say it's not actually a hurricane Right, right, because there's no right, because you're like I'm looking the clouds. There's no like cold front coming in from the west. <laughs> Just we woke up, it was raining, nice normal British day. 
I blinked and there's a hurricane? What? Yeah. Hurricanes are not like tornadoes. They're not like sporadic events. But <laughs> you, you see them coming. You see them. You, you can ch- like chart their course. So people really did seem more miserable than usual. Even the weather was dismal. All the chilly mist in the middle of July. It wasn't right. It wasn't normal. That's because Dementors are out here as well. So basically, you don't want to live in um, in Britain right now. I like, like. I'm just thinking about what it is like to so what, what are, we're about like three months after the break in. No, I don't think so. Because I had to. I had to. Um, I was curious. I think it's about two weeks. We're about two weeks. Fam. Like, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but based on, like, what later in the chapter, I think it's only, I think it's been two weeks. Like, he was like, bitch, I'm back by popular demand. Yeah. I like corn greens, corn greens and collard greens, but I can't do that right now. (laughs) Corn greens and collard bread? Yeah. (laughs) He said, I like hurricanes and bridge collapses, bitch. (laughs) Also, by the way, when that when that started, I stopped. You know me; I don't do crowds. I'm in the middle of like a, a panic attack. It's bubbling, right? Like I gotta mm-hmm. get out of this crowd. And that dropped, and I was like, "Is Big Frida up there?" And I stopped. <laughs> like, move, everybody, stop! Is Big Frida on the stage? No. Okay, let's get the fuck I can out this crowd. Move, but I just gotta make sure. <laughs> I was like, "She not up." Okay, let's get out this crowd. <laughs> but if Big Frida's up there. Y'all all all gonna have to move. (laughs) I'm gonna need some air. But I'm not moving. So what is we gonna do here? (laughs) So he decides that what he's reading is not gonna work. He's not gonna be able to get through it. So he stops. Um, He gets up and moves to the window, looking out at the thin mist um, that was pressing itself against the glass. And then he heard a soft cough behind him. Um, He knew that cough. He had heard it before. Hello, he said, trying to sound braver than he felt. Um, For a brief moment, he allowed himself the impossible hope that nobody would answer him. However, a voice responded at once to the Prime Minister of Muggles. Urgent we meet. Kindly respond immediately. Sincerely, fudge. Um, Is he the Prime Minister of all Muggles? Because that... Nah, man. I mean, I guess they don't care, but I feel like they... He ain't my Prime Minister. That's what I'm saying. I I ain't vote for him. Do you vote? Yeah, you vote. You vote for Prime Ministers, right? Are you just um, I think you vote for, for the party, and the party votes for the prime minister. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I vote. I he ain't get he ain't getting that man one of my votes. Also, no. at this time, I was not allowed to vote because I was a child as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bayana was. Yeah. Were you alive? You I was alive, barely, barely. Yeah, but I mean, I was alive. <laughs> <laughs> barely alive is actually like that's not true. I feel like barely alive means you're hanging on. I was I, she was healthy fresh and well. <laughs> yeah, fresh. She okay. was fresh. I'll take fresh because I was like she was still I was baking. <laughs> like I wasn't baking. I was out. I know, but I mean, you were still. You know, like you got to let it rest. The steam. Yeah, you know, you bake. You take the thing out of the oven, and it's got to rest. I mean, it was baking. about. I was about two years old though, so I feel like yeah, bare like fresh. Yeah, my <laughs> brother was fresh. Fresh. He was still baking. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was out. He was just... It's like we let it just rest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was, like he was just resting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Inside still gooey and stuff. Right. Okay. 
Um, Actually, his insides are still gooey. <laughs> anyway, let's, it's fine. That's what she said? Is that it? That's what she said? I don't, I, I don't know. I okay. don't think about it that much. Um, okay, good. Listen, said the Prime Minister, it's not a very good time for me. I'm waiting for a telephone call, you see, from the President of... That can be rearranged, said the portrait at once. But I, was, I really was rather hoping to speak... We shall arrange for the president to forget the call. He will telephone tomorrow night instead. Kindly respond immediately to Mr. Fudge. <laughs> like, literally, he's like, this isn't a question. Like, you have to meet now, so... Right, like, why are you asking me? You also know... I just said, happen. I just said no. It's not a good time. And they're like, all right, well, we'll rearrange your schedule. Mm-hmm. So nothing to do with us. We told you, urgent, we meet. Kindly respond. Like, immediately bitch. respond means i'm about to be here so you better be ready they should have just reworded it to be like mr fudge is about to be here because you notice that they're saying mr fudge because mr fudge mm-hmm. is fired collecting mm-hmm. them unemployment checks he on the dole mm-hmm. he is on the dole um <laughs> but they should have just been like hey yo we have cleared your schedule for the next <laughs> two hours I mean that and like so Maggie's talking about the the cavalier treatment of muggles which I like kind of noticed I mean I noticed now but like a little farther on it becomes a little bit more like Mm -hmm. clear especially the fact that really when it becomes clear actually I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait it actually became clear in the last book when they were like we've got some like pamphlets or whatever (laughs) well yeah that for sure but I think like for this book it became clear when this is this is the first time that Fudge is reaching out it's right. been, and only after there's been a ridiculous week that has clearly affected muggles. Right. Not when they first not, found out that Voldemort was back. Also, not when like 11 people broke out of Aspen. No, I think they reached out. When no, he, he does. He did, he did do that. He wrote, yeah. But, yeah, but he, but then Voldemort announces himself, or not like announces himself, but like, you know, they come and they find out Voldemort's back. And he doesn't immediately think like, oh, I need to go tell the prime minister. Like, granted, right. he's probably been in like hearings and shit and getting fired, but like somebody should have thought. Right, Maybe so Monty says President Clinton probably trying to warn up, warm him, warm up him about something important, and Blair gonna miss the whole timeline. And Maggie says they should have had the wizard president talk to the Muggle president instead of modifying his memory, which is also like, I mean, we have a dotty old, probably mostly senile president right now, but like, I would just really like it if they would not obliviate our world leaders. Like, I just feel like. <laughs> Like, right. <laughs> we've seen, like, that there can be some lasting damage when you obliviate people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the person that has, like, the nuclear codes should keep all, all themselves. Like, yeah. let's just... Yeah. Yeah. Let's not play around with that. No. Seems like a bad look. <laughs> bad idea. Bad idea. So, he says, I'll see Fudge. Um, and he watched the, um, he watched this, his fireplace, um, you know, burst into bright green flames. Fudge comes out with the food powder, um, and says, ah, Prime Minister, good to see you again. The Prime Minister could not honestly return this compliment, so said nothing at all, um, because seeing Fudge generally meant he was about to hear some very bad news. Um, Wait, like, I do want to do, like, oh, we got some good news, or, like, just a check-in. Right. Like... <laughs> Or just like, you know, an update. But I think that's also what's interesting, too, is that this is the first chapter perspective from a muggle that's not a Dursley. Well, no, we had, um, we had Frank Bryce. Oh, we did have Frank. Okay. But he does, but one who, like, knows about magic yeah, is yeah. what I meant. Yeah. 
Because, like, we see, like, Vernon and, like, the Dursleys don't like magic because, you know, they're, like, they're miscreants and don't have jobs and whatever. Just, like, real, like... Real racist about it. Yeah, basically. Um, Whereas, like, with the Prime Minister, I'm sure, you know, in a regular situation, he'd be like, okay, magic, whatever. He'd probably be indifferent to it or, like, a little scared. But, like, at this point, he's just like, every time you come, it's because there's some kind of catastrophe or, like, some terrible thing happening. So, like, why would I want you... (laughs) here right not good to see you fam because i already know you about to tell me some bullshit like not ready for it i and the other part about this too is like they as you're about to read it but like fudge just comes in like oh you know nbd or whatever or like you're infringing on my time Mm -hmm. like this is like a chore for me and it's like you came to me spouting bullshit Right. And you want to act like you're being beast, like I am in, like, like I'm the problem. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm the one bringing bad news, or I'm the issue. Right. It's like these are your folks. Get your people. Yeah. How can I help you? Uh, the minister, the prime minister, asked Fudge. Difficult to know where to begin. Muttered Fudge. What a week! What a week! Had a bad one too. Have you? Yes, of course, said Fudge. I've been having the same week you have, Prime Minister. The Brockdale Bridge, the Bones and Vance murders, not to mention the ruckus in West in the West Country. You, uh, your, I mean, to, I mean to say, some of your people were, were involved, involved in those things, were they? Some of your of people. Course, <laughs> what you mean, your people? <laughs> of course they were, he said. Surely you've re- you realized what's been going on. But how would he? He's not right. entrenched in the world. Like, he can't see a bridge collapse. Even if you telling him these things, he's never really seen magic to that scale and can't be like, ooh, that must be, like, what the my political opponent doesn't know is that's the Dark <laughs> Wizard. Like, what? You haven't told him dude's back, so... Right, like... And I'm not thinking about y'all. I got my right. own shit. Like, right. we got hurricanes and, like, I'm not, like, oh... I wonder how the other prime minister is doing. Like, nah. Mm-mm. And he, it was this sort of behavior that made him dislike Fudge's visits, visits so much. He was, after all, the prime, the prime minister and did not appreciate being made to feel like an ignorant schoolboy. Um, but it had been like this from the first meeting with Fudge on his very first evening as prime minister. Um, he had been standing in the office savoring the triumph that was his that was his after so many years of dreaming and scheming when he heard a cough behind him just like tonight and turned to find that the ugly little per- portrait talking to him announced um announcing that the minister of magic was about to arrive and introduce himself um so of course he thinks he's hallucinating and that there's like or, or that there's like a trick being played on him or something mm-hmm. um and he remained speechless throughout fudge's kindly explanation that there were witches and wizards still living in secret all over the world um and his reassurances that he would not was not to bother his head about them as the Ministry of Magic took responsibility for the whole wizarding community and prevented the non-magical population from getting wind of them. Um, and that's it. And we, you know, again, we've talked about, like, how the scope of the Ministry of Magic doesn't really make sense. Um, yeah. And how because they only have one singular goal, they often work against themselves <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um it was, said Fudge, a difficult job that encompassed everything from regulations on responsible use of broomsticks to keeping the dragon population under control. Um, 
Fudge patted the shoulder of the still dumbstruck prime minister. Not to worry. It's odds on you'll never see me again. I'll only bother you if there's something really serious going on on our end. Something that's likely to affect muggles. The non-magical population, I should say. Otherwise, it's live and let live. Um, And I must say, you're taking it a lot better than your predecessor. He tried to throw me out in the window. Thought I was a hoax planned by the opposition. And to show the prime minister that he's not a hoax, he turned his teacup into a gerbil. Um, and then says the minister of magic reveals him or herself to the muggle prime minister of the day. We find it the best way to maintain secrecy. Um, but then why hasn't the former prime minister warned me? Fudge laughed. My dear prime minister, are you ever going to tell anybody? Um, which I guess is a legit, like a legit, like point, you know, like if you, like if you're going to maintain that, right, I think, I don't know. I guess part of their job is not just to maintain secrecy, but is to maintain the safety of muggles, like, and make sure that, like, if the statute of secrecy is breached, that, like, the muggles are, or not all the muggles, but at least, like, their leaders are aware of what's happening. Yeah. Um. So I guess it makes sense, but also they could just do so much better. They really could. Also, it's a weird thing where it seems like only the prime minister knows. I'm sure the queen knows, but, like, yeah. um his cabinet doesn't you know like right because the way it's like said is like why wouldn't the other prime minister warn me it's like you if you become prime minister i feel like you're in a position of leadership and power in your party so Mm -hmm. you're probably like you've been like a cabinet minister you've had some sort of like high level job before becoming prime minister and so it's just one person, like, maintaining the secret. Mm-hmm. Like. But I just, think, again, it's like the, are you going to believe me? And they probably yeah. are doing one-on-one because they know they could take one muggle. Listen, if, if I am so happy chef. Maggie is in the chat. She said that's a lot on a prime minister to make decisions without a team to help. Mm-hmm. Like she just, And it's very true. It's so true. And, mm-hmm. um. Because, like, if, if he was to tell his team, like, they probably would just be like, oh, this dude has lost, lost it. it. The pressure of being in office. We need to get him out of there. <laughs> or if Fudge showed up in the fireplace with five of the people in there, like, he could be overpowered. You know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily, like, safe. Well, as but we there's some, see, there has to be some kind of way to, like... They have... They are able to embed people into the Muggle government. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen this. And I'd like to think that, like, it's not just like, oh, we placed this guy here because Voldemort's back. Like, there should always be people. Like, there in should there. be a wizard, like, in a level, like, in, you know, like a career level. They don't have to be making, like, political decisions or anything, but in a career level, part of, like, all government spaces, like, mm-hmm. to help keep Muggle safe and also to just, like, be in the know about what's going on and any threats to themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. But again, they don't care no they they it, we're saying they all these no things sense. and they, they don't, don't make, they don't know what they're doing so um rolling's law yeah um so the prime minister stood there quite much motionless and realized he would never as long as he lived dare mention this encounter to a living soul for who in the wide world would believe him um so in a vain attempt to rid himself of all the reminders of this uncomfortable counter uh, encounter he gave the gerbil to his delighted niece and instructed his private secretary to take down the portrait of the ugly little man who had announced Fudge's remi- uh, arrival. Um, the portrait was impossible uh, to remove, most likely because of a permanent sticking charm. Um, and so he brought in like hella people to try to remove it and then realized that 
that wasn't going to work. So he basically tried to ignore it. Um, then three years ago, which is Prisoner of Azkaban, um, on a night very like tonight, Prime Minister had been alone in his office and Fudge arrived, um, telling him that a man named Sirius Black, um, something that sounded like Hogwarts and a boy called Harry Potter, none of which made the remotest sense to the Prime Minister. Also, just come... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. He says a man named Sirius Black and he spells it like seriously. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Which is like true because he gets like Fudge comes in with no context. Like Sirius Black, something that sounded like Hogwarts and a boy called Harry Potter. Yep. Like you I need a briefing book. I need a packet. I need like just like a basic rundown levels. of like, you know, the last fifty years of the wizarding world. Like just basic shit. Just basic. So like he comes in and he's like because he comes in the first time just like there are magical people in the world, and we keep them safe, and that's it. Don't worry about it. Y'all need to and know nothing else. And then he comes back, else. and he's like, by the way, notorious mass murderer, mass murderer is, broken, is out. broken out of prison. Don't worry about it. We got you. We got <laughs> so it. He says, I've just come from Azkaban, middle of the North Sea, you know, nasty flight. The Dementors are in an uproar. They've never had middle a breakout before. Of- and he's just like, what are, what are these words? What? Middle of the North Sea, you know. No, I don't. I, I don't, don't know. I do not know. I don't know what what's an Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Azkaban is, is that a stand? Is that like a former Soviet bloc country? What's a what? Right. Um, and Delia asked, why isn't Muggle studies a bigger thing or part of higher education? It would be really important to maintain the statute of secrecy. Um, like Portia says, oh. why not have families of Muggleborns preside on it? Wouldn't that break the or wouldn't break the decree? Um, also, she says, just, like, there should be a muggle wizard cabinet. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, there should. Have people who know about the shit. Like, it just, <laughs> it doesn't, again, like, the statute of secrecy, like, the or the ways that they try to uphold it makes it fall apart. Like, it's the reason why it's not working. Yeah. And, like, shit's going ridiculous. Like, it just, bonkers. It's because they don't actually, like, they're, the reason the statute of secrecy is, is in place is because they're afraid of muggles and not because they actually value their safety. And so, like, as they only, like, look to, um, like, maintain their safety so that, or the whole point of maintaining their safety is so that they won't know about wizards, right? Like, yeah. it's not because they actually care about them. It's because they're like, well, if they find out that there are wizards and they're attacking them, then they'll come back and attack us and we won't be able to do all these things. Um, right. Versus, like, they're actual human beings and probably should not, you know, be attacked by notorious mass terrorists. Murder. Murdered Nazis. Also, so... Maggie says she's imagining, like, our muggle government has the biggest allocation for defense, that the Ministry of Magic's biggest allocation of funds goes to misinformation, mm-hmm. which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amani says he just imagines the prime minister running in a previous prime minister's like, so, wizards? Can you give me a heads up? Like, <laughs> right. And the thing is, is that for most prime ministers... You don't hear from the Minister of Magic again, except for, like, Voldemort's first reign. I'm thinking probably, like, Grindelwald, Goblin Rebellions, or the Giant Wars. Um, but most of the time, yeah, there you there aren't, like, these big things that you hear about. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking, like, they had the um, Tri-Wizard Tournament, so they were, like, shipping in dragons. Well, I'm sure back then they did it, but also that was... 
so long ago you know what i mean like even just like like didn't they say it hadn't been done in like a century or something so like those no people i'm saying be... i'm saying two years ago yeah we <laughs> see that he does tell this it's the oh. same prime minister right oh, okay right right yeah. um but then like yeah i just feel like there should be like like that's not a um it's not a crisis or whatever, but, like, it's something that they should be aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just feels, it just feels dumb. It, yeah, very much so. Um, so, they've, uh, anyway, I had to come tell you, uh, Prime Minister, Black's a known muggle killer and may be planning to rejoin you-know-who, but, of course, you don't even know who you-know-who is. Well, sit down, sit down, I'd better fill you in. Have a whiskey. Um, and the Prime Minister resented being told to sit down in its own office, let alone offered his own whiskey. I get it, but, like, you need to chill with your little insecurities. Just take your whiskey. You gonna need it. It's, I think it's more of the, like, we've seen Fudge's, like, condescension. Like, Yeah, for sure. Don't be condescending. Like, don't come in here with bad news and be condescending in my own house yeah you know what i mean like absolutely you gonna disrespect me in my own house in my house yeah i mean fudge is not even like like it's disrespectful but he's not even thinking of dude like in enough to be yeah you know what i mean like he's just not even like you, we, and we've seen this. This is the first time we've seen him enough for to think about respect. And this, respect. right? That's what I'm saying. Like this is only this is the first time we've seen him interact with a Muggle. But like you can tell just based on his treatment of Arthur Weasley and like his you yeah. know general kind of stance on things and like how he just doesn't even really like consider Muggles, right? As, Not like, at all a thing. Um, They're a nuisance that he sometimes has to go deal with. Like mm-hmm. he leaves the ministry. Like ugh, I gotta go. I guess. I guess Sirius has broken out. I better go tell those people. Just you know, cover my own ass. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a nuisance. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fudge had talked for more than an hour. Um, at one point, he refused to say a certain name out loud and wrote it instead on the piece of parchment. So you think that Lord Volt, he who must not be named, snarled Fudge. I'm sorry. You think that he who must not be named is still alive then? Well, Dumbledore says he is, but we've never found him. If you ask me, he's not dangerous unless he's got support, so it's black we ought to be worrying about. You'll put off that warning then? Excellent. Well, I hope we don't see each other again, Prime Minister. Good night. Um, And then less than a year later, Fudge came back, talking about a spot of bother at the Quidditch World Cup. Uh, Quidditch spelled K-W-I-D-D-I-C-H. Because he don't have no briefing book. He don't know nothing. They didn't tell him about the Quidditch World Cup until shit went down. Mm Mm-hmm. Not like you're going to see an influx of like international wizards who may not be familiar with our customs Mm -hmm. or like cultural norms. So not only will they be weird by like muggle wizarding standards, but then they're like twice as like, you know what I mean? Like they don't speak English. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that seems like something that you should be like, hey. By the way, we're having a huge international event. A huge international event. Yep. Um... Several muggles had been involved, but the prime minister was not to worry. The fact that you know whose mark had been seen again meant nothing. Fudge was sure it was an isolated incident, and the muggle liaison office was dealing with all memory modifications as they spoke. Oh, and I almost forgot, Fudge said. We're importing three foreign dragons and a sphinx for the Triwizard Tournament. Quite routine, but the Department of the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures says it's down in the, ru- in the rule book that we have to notify you if we're bringing in highly dangerous creatures into the country. Like, just... 
NBD. <laughs> hey, there was an attack on Muggles. By the way, we're bringing in three dragons and a sphinx. Good day And the to Prime you. Minister. Prime Minister. Uh, dra- dragons? He's yes, like, three. And a sphinx. And a sphinx. He's bye. like, bye. See you later. Um, and then less than two years later, which is Order of the Phoenix, um, Fudge came talking about a mass breakout from Azkaban. A mass breakout? No need to worry. No need to worry. How? How? How is that not caused? You like two years ago, one dude broke out. Now you're saying multiple people have right. broken he out. He said we'll have them rounded up in no catch, time. But right. you still didn't catch one homeboy. And you're, he's talking about we'll have them rounded up in no time. But Sirius has still been on the run for two years. Two Ain't been caught. Maybe been seen one time. That wasn't enough stubby. But like I just. What? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then, before the Prime Minister could shout, now wait just one moment, Fudge had vanished in a shower of green sparks. Uh, it had not escaped the Prime Minister's notice that despite Fudge's assurances at their first meeting, they were now seeing rather a lot of each other, nor that Fudge was becoming more flustered with each visit. Um, little as little though he liked to think about the Minister of Magic, or as he always called Fudge in his head, the other minister... Uh, the Prime Minister could not help but fear that the next time Fudge appeared, it would be graver news still. Um, which means that when Fudge comes out this time, we're back in the present, he's like, mm, seems like this is not going to be fun. This isn't going to end well. No, not looking forward to it. Um, how should I know what's going on in the uh, wizarding community? Snap the Prime Minister now. I have a country to, want, to run and quite enough concerns at the moment without... We have the same concerns, Fudge interrupted. The Brockdale Bridge didn't wear out. That wasn't really a hurricane. Those murders were not the work of muggles, and Herbert Chorley's family would be safer without him. We are currently making arrangements to have him transferred to St. Mungo's Hospital for magical maladies and injuries. The move should be effected tonight. What do you... I'm afraid I... What? Blustered the Prime Minister. Which is like, yeah, just start with one thing at a time. Spilling it all out is not helpful. But Fudge is trying to get out there as soon as possible. Like... I told you, so now I'm going to be, I'm going to leave. Um, and then Fudge takes a great deep breath and says, Prime Minister, I am very sorry to have to tell you that he's back. He who must he's not back. be named is back. Um, and so that was when I like kind of wrote my thing. I was like, how long has it been like since the Department of Mysteries, right? Yeah. Um, and then we'll find out in a couple pages that it's been like at least two weeks, which just seems like, again, should have been something that he should have been one of the first things he did. Especially because my man Voldemort, his whole shtick is killing muggles. Right. And half blood and half bloods and mudbloods. Like they're the biggest target. Ooh. We're all good. good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um so I want to go back into the chat for a second because Portia uh, Shady Portia says that the Muggle Prime Minister might be the leadership version of Petunia, has all that power shown that magic exists and he doesn't have access to it. And then Maggie brings up the great point about the Triwizard Tournament, which is that they probably don't even tell him when they end up bringing a fourth dragon mm-hmm. because Harry Potter's name got brought in there. And that there's and they don't set alerts for the, um, uh, in the Muggle News for the other breakouts. Like, they don't even mention them Mm -hmm. because it's just like oh no need to worry right 
Set out all these alerts about serious black. I mean, and if you eleven just, other people break out and it's it's fine. Well, game. yeah, and you know, it's like if you're remembering just like the different kind of tones of like when Sirius broke out, he's like, yeah. At that point, people were thinking like this is the first person who's ever broken out of Azkaban. We found out later that Barty Crouch did it, but like nobody knew. Um, mm-hmm. So like Sirius is the first person to ever do it. Like at, we remember when he like blew up thirteen people. And he's like super like wild and just doing all this stuff. And like he's now we think he's coming after Harry Potter because he's whispering he's, he's at Hogwarts. Hogwarts. This is the first one that's ever happened. And if he, you know, we hope he doesn't reunite with you know who. We don't know where you know who is. Whatever. By the time like the fifth one comes out, the ministry is struggling so hard to like maintain the image and like the lie that Voldemort is not back. That eleven Death Eaters breaking out, um, like it's alarming, and it's but it's also a very clear um, like like you can easily jump from like eleven of these motherfuckers broke out to Voldemort's back. Right, and so they're trying really what, hard like, to Seamus keep a lid on it. Whereas, yeah, like, like with with Sirius, um, they were like, "Okay, we'll put out the Dementors at Hogwarts. We'll make sure everybody's searching for them. All that kind of stuff. We have a whole like international search party, all the shit going down." Whereas, like, the Eleven Death Eaters come out, they're like, "Okay, we have to figure out a way to search for them, but also like not make everyone seem like it's a big deal and like not it's not a big you know we'll get them right like." nobody's back will like it's like, it'll be fine crime, basically right like, and i think too it's like um we see that even with all of the work that they're doing like when the mass breakout happens that's when seamus and his mom are like yeah you right fam like he back like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like even with all of their like energy being spent on trying to maintain this like lie this facade it's still slipping so mm-hmm yeah yeah um so oh back when you say back he's alive i mean yes alive said fudge that is i don't know is a man alive if he can't be killed i don't really understand it and dumbledore won't explain properly but anyway he's certainly got a body and is walking and talking and killing so i suppose for the purposes of our discussion yes he's alive um is Sirius black with uh he who must not be named black Black, said Fudge distractedly. Serious Black, you mean? Merlin's beard, no. Black's dead. Turns out we were uh, mistaken about Black. He was innocent after all, and he wasn't in league with you-know-who either. I mean, all evidence pointed. We had more than 50 eyewitnesses. But anyway, as I said, he's dead. Murdered, as a matter of fact, on Ministry of Magic premises. There's going to be an inquiry, actually. Um, Like, first of all, as there should be. Second of all, like... Oh, a second... (laughs) Sorry, I wrote, they better not make Eric the scapegoat. Shout out to Imani for his amazing Hogwarts BSU um, post. But then also, like, what he cares about is is the inquiry, right? And, like, what right. he, like, his, what the blowback will be on him. Not the okay. fact that, like, an innocent man has been on, the, has been, in, like, imprisoned. Because, um, again, also, he did not get a trial. So he's been right. imprisoned for, for 13, 13 years. years. Uh, 12 years, sorry. 12 years, 12 years. in Azkaban. On the run. On the run for two years, um, and then, and then murdered. murdered on Ministry of Magic premises. How the fuck did he get in there? Is the first question. Um, second of all, like if maybe if you would have you talking about fifty eyewitnesses, how do you know that they were all like eyewitnesses if you never had a trial right. for him? You know, you didn't actually call them to the stand. None of that. So also, like, I just as as you can see, like he's they're not. They're not doing like just 
basic basic shit and they haven't been for years like Like, that's the thing this is the problem too is like if y'all weren't so distinct like this if y'all didn't treat muggles with such disdain you could have picked up some law and order you know what i mean some csi britain or whatever just just the the fictional stuff it ain't even gotta be the actual like (laughs) just like basic fictional detective work Mm -hmm. Like, oh, muggles do all of this without magic. Maybe we should, you know, I don't know, interview some people. Ask some questions. Take a look at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Video. Right. You know? That, that exists now. Yeah. You know, there's these things called televisions. Mm-hmm. These smartphones. Like, come on. Well, no smartphones in 1996, no but... but Definitely cameras. CCTV was out and about. Yeah. Call the other prime minister and be like, hey, yo, so we had an incident, and I'm just wondering if you have any CCTV footage Mm -hmm. since a bunch of muggles got killed. That explosion that you thought was a gas leak, let's just check the footage. Um ridiculous yeah and to his great surprise the prime minister felt a fleeting stab of pity for fudge at this point which you don't need to save it Uh keep it hold it for yourself um it was eclipsed almost immediately by a glow of smugness at the thought that deficient though he himself might be in the area of materializing out of fireplaces there had never been a murder in any of the government departments under his charge petty i appreciate that more against fudge yeah. Let's let's go with that feeling. Let's do that. Um, but Black's by the by now. Mm, how about no? How about he's not? How about he was? You take some responsibility for the fact that you left the visitors' interests open, falsely convicted, and have people able to apparate in the goddamn Ministry of Magic at all hours of the night. Hey, they had badges. It said "Serious Black Rescue Mission" on the rescue mission. Mm-hmm. Rescuing the, the, the no the um extraction plan extraction plan mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> the point is we're at war prime minister and steps must be taken at war surely that's a bit of an overstatement he who must not be named has now been joined by those of his followers who broke out of azkaban in january since they have moved into the open they have been wreaking havoc the brockdale bridge he did it prime minister he threatened a mass muggle killing unless i stood aside for him and Good grief. So it's your fault those people are killed and I'm having to answer for questions answer questions about rusted rigging and corroded expansion joints and I don't know what else. My fault, said Fudge. Are you saying you would have caved into blackmail like that? I mean, you know, no, but I maybe would have believed, you know, some eyewitnesses when they said that when they came back with a dead body talking about Voldemort was back, you know, a year and a half ago, perhaps. I also maybe would have been like, hey, yo, other prime minister... Just so you know, we're having some blackmail issues and he's threatening muggle, like a mass muggle incident. So you might want to like keep an eye out on a, like high target, high, high value target areas or whatever. Like we do when someone puts in a bomb threat and we're like, probably not real, but let's be safe. Right. When someone constantly an attack, I'm taking my shoes off at the airport. Y'all couldn't have just been like, hey. Keep an eye out, just in case. We got a credible threat. It's a credible fucking threat. You know it's credible. You know he's going to do it. 
Like he have no problem killing folk. That is what he does. That's his. That's what he does. Favorite for thing. Like he's like you know. You know, we eat chocolate. He kills muggles. Mm-hmm. We all do what we need to do to unwind. Oh my goodness. Um. Maybe not said Prime Minister, but I would have put all my efforts into catching the blackmailer before he committed any such atrocity. Do you really think I always already? Sorry, do you really think I wasn't already making every effort? No, you weren't. Because if you were, again, would have started a year ago. Instead of, like, out here slandering teenagers and senior citizens. Maggie said, how about examine your justice system that allowed for serious imprisonment and death instead of dismissing seriously, you can focus on political blowback. Right. Let's talk about this justice system that's literally just, you commit a crime, let's put them on the island to feed to the Dementors so that they don't come to the mainland. Solitary confinement for life mm-hmm. for maybe possibly committing a crime. We can't be bothered to actually do any investigation mm-hmm. or have a trial, but let's just, you know, suck your soul out just to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, every, R, it, um, every R in the ministry was and is trying to find oh. him and round up his followers, but we happen to be talking about one of the most powerful wizards of all time, a wizard who has eluded capture for almost three decades. So I suppose you're going to tell me he caused the hurricane in West Country too. That was no hurricane, said Fudge. Excuse me, barked the Prime Minister. Trees uprooted, roofs ripped up, uh, lampposts bent, horrible injuries. It was the Death Eaters. He must not be named followers. And we suspect giant involvement. What involvement? He used giants last time when he wanted to go for the grand effect. Um, I just also want to point out the like lack of agency for the giants. Um, right. And... I mean, and generally, like, non-human magical beings in general. Um, He used them last time. Like, they're just some weapon. Like, they're a tool. Right. As opposed to, like, they sided with him. Yeah. Um, And maybe, you know, think about why they sided with him instead of you. Perhaps. Um, The Office of Misinformation has been working around the clock. (laughs) Also... Shout out, remember, like, two seconds ago, Maggie's talking about their main thing was misinformation, and they got a whole office dedicated to it. Um, They've had teams of obliviators out trying to modify the memories of all the muggles who saw what really happened. We've got most of the Department of of Regulation, most of the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures running around Somerset, but we can't find the giant. It's been a disaster. Um... I won't deny the morale is pretty low at the ministry, said Fudge. What with that and then losing Amelia Bones. Um, head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement, we think he who must not be named had murdered her, may have murdered her in person because she was a very gifted witch and all evidence was that she put up a real fight. Um, the poor Bones family. Right. They have been through it. Yeah. And Madam Bones was a real one. Let's throw mm-hmm. one out. Because she was like, wait a second... He produced a full-grown Patronus charm. Dumbledore is right. Why are we got? It? Why do we have the full wizard gamut, mm-hmm. wizard gamut here for this child? He's oh, let's do some investigation, which is probably what got her killed because mm-hmm. she actually wanted to, you know, do some do her job, do her actual job. Um, but that murder was in our newspapers, said uh, Prime Minister. Amelia Bones, it just said she was a middle-aged woman who lived alone. It was a nasty killing, wasn't it? It's rather a lot of, it's, it's had rather a lot of publicity. The police are baffled, you see. Um, well, of course the yard said fudge. 
Killed in a room that was locked from the inside, wasn't she? We, on the other hand, knew exactly who did it, not that it gets us any further toward catching him. And then there was the Emmeline Vance. Then there was Emmeline Vance, um, who, reminder, was in the Order of the Phoenix um, and is one of the people who, I believe, came to get Harry um, at yeah. the beginning of, of, of that book. Um, it happened just around the corner from here, said the Prime Minister. As a matter of fact, um, the papers had a field day with it. Breakdown of law and order in the Prime Minister's backyard. Again, thinking about his image. All these politicians are trash. Throw them all away. Uh-huh. Um and if that and if all that wasn't enough, said Fudge, we've got Dementors swarming all over the place, attacking people left and right. Um, I thought Dementors guard the prisoners in Azkaban, he said. They did, but not anymore. They've they've deserted the prison and joined he who must not be named. I won't pretend that wasn't a blow. Um, so just it wasn't a blow. A blow. First of all, let's talk about again how Dumbledore told you um, that maybe you should remove the Dementors um, at the beginning or at the end of Goblet Fire. So that's 1995, a year ago, and then you were like, nah, and then remember when the Dementors attacked Harry months after that, and, you know, yeah, it was Umbridge who sent them there, but when Dumbledore was like, you know, it probably would be best to, like, check in on them, and Fudge was like, nah, why? This is why. Also, I do want to point out again, um, I think we talked about this, like, way back, so, like, episode four and a half, I believe, um, our Pottermore episode and we're talking about Azkaban and like how, and I believe we talked about it during Prisoner of Azkaban as well, probably. Um, like the whole point of Azkaban is to keep the Dementors there. Yeah. And so again, it's fucked up that they're sending these prisoners to Azkaban so that the Dementors can feed on them, but it's also so that the Dementors won't feed on the larger population. Um, so that's all fucked up now. Because now they've left Azkaban and they're on. So congratulations to you, uh, Cornelius Fudge, for messing up the system that's been in place for centuries. It's a fucked up system, but also it's been in place for centuries. And you... It's a system. It's a system. And you just... Just... Like, the main reason for preventing it, right? Like, there are probably other ways and better ways to keep them on that island. Oh, definitely. but, But right now, they're not on. They've left. So, look at you. Um, so, Maggie says, the prime minister needs to check in who, with whoever the minister was when Voldemort was first in power, even though she's not sure how much that would help. And Shady Portia says, governments need to do better about who they choose as allies, but since that's not how they like to work, we're stuck with Dementors on the mainland. Mm-hmm. Well, Awkward. Um, didn't you say, or didn't you tell me they're creatures that drain hope and happiness out of people? That's right. And they're breeding. <laughs> That's what's causing all this mist. So you just got Dementors fucking everywhere. They Making are everyone sad. Voldemort babies. <laughs> there are, these are the Dementor version of Voldemort babies. This is, this is um, terrifying. Just mist and despair. Mm-hmm. And the prime minister over here, like, that is why our productivity has gone down. But and, the, and the British Dow is dropping or whatever. Because mm-hmm. all they care about is oh, the bottom line. Oh, because... thank you for that. Didn't, no. didn't need it. Also, I kind of think that they're just like, um, that they like breed like uh, amoeba. Yeah. To be honest. Split into two. I was, yeah, I think so. 
I think so too. But I also, can't remember. Why is Imani out here making this whole like a blink situation where now I can't trust Fog? <laughs> I'm already staring down statues <laughs> left and right. No, we're in the Bay Area. I live in, we live in the Bay Area. Anymore. We live in the we live in Fog mm-hmm. Central. Really we good. have our Fog has a name. His name is Carl. He'd be wow. Mm-hmm. We got his own Twitter account. <laughs> like, and now I gotta be just side eyeing Carl. Mm-hmm. Staying inside. Yep. Like- Thanks, Amani. Nobody needed it. Yep. Yep. Um, Oof. okay. So now see here, Fudge, you've got to do something. It's your responsibility as Minister of Magic. My dear Prime Minister, you can't honestly think I'm still Minister of Magic after all this. I was sacked three days ago. The whole wizard oh, community. Oh God! Wait, time out. Mm-hmm. Maggie, welcome to the chat. You're benched. Talking about the Department of Misinformation is basically the silence. All y'all gotta say. That's pretty accurate. Not the day after our Lord and Savior Beyonce blessed us. I don't know. I felt like that was me. a really good uh, analogy. It was a great analogy, but I'm just saying, like, fog. As the mentors and the silence, silence in the ministry. Mm-hmm. When the question is asked, too much. Um, I was sacked three days ago. The whole wizarding community has been screaming for my resignation for a fortnight. Um, which again, yep. I think has been two weeks since the Department of Mysteries. Once the the paper came out the next day talking about Voldemort's back and he broke into the Department of Min- Department of Mysteries, like everybody's like, okay, Fudge. So what you been talking about for the last year? Um, I've never known them to be so united in my whole term of office. Um, I'm very sorry, the Prime Minister said. Is there anything I can do? It's very kind of you, Prime Minister, but there's nothing. I was sent here tonight to bring you up to date on recent events and to introduce you to my successor. I rather thought he'd be here by now, but of course he's very busy at the moment um, with so much going on. Cleaning up your mess. Yeah. He'll be here in a moment. He's just... Oh, so the, the portrait says he'll be in here in a moment. He's just finishing a letter to Dumbledore. I wish him luck, said Fudge. I've been waiting... I've been writing to Dumbledore twice a day for the past fortnight, but he won't budge. If he'd just been prepared to persuade the boy, I might still be. Well, maybe Scrimger would have more success. So because it's a spoiler-heavy podcast, we're going to talk about this. So what they're trying to do is they're writing to Dumbledore to try to get Harry Potter on their side um, to be publicly, like, for the ministry against Voldemort. Um, you know, this is the first chapter of Half-Blood Prince. So we've been in what the Ministry of Magic has been doing to Harry for a good eight months now. Um, so after slandering him, torturing him from telling the truth, um, for a year, now they want him on his side. And then, and, and, uh, Fudge is like, if Dumbledore had been prepared to persuade the boy, I might still be Prime, uh, Minister of Magic. No, motherfucker! After all that shit you did for the whole year, had him in front of the entire uh, Wisengamot for um, for using for protecting himself against the mentors, and now you like I would still be the minister of magic if Harry would only send Dolores Jane Umbridge to Harry Potter's Hogwarts, fucking up his happy place, taking Quidditch away from him, carving into his hand. His hand. Harry would be like, all right. I can say that I'm 
publicly on the side of the ministry, I have some conditions, one of which is Fudge needs to go sit the fuck down somewhere. Right. To start. Fire Umbridge. And then we can even maybe think about talking. Perhaps. Perhaps. Don't come at me until like, those two after, things have after happened. my godfather just like there's just so many things and so many <laughs> reasons why Harry Potter would like middle fingers up. Boy, <laughs> Tell him boy bye. bye. Put him in the air. Fudge Keep him hands bye. high. I'm saying I'm out of order, but still Fudge like bye. no. Are you kidding me? What? He ain't thinking about you. And I love that Dumbledore's like, I'm not even gonna bring this to Harry. Why the fuck would I do that? (laughs) Like, what? Like, I just, I I don't understand. I don't get it. Two plus two equals Fudge is an idiot. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense that they really thought. And the thing is, is I'm sure it wasn't even their idea. I'm sure it was like, because you know how like you got like strategic people in your in the office so they're like okay so what you do is if we can get harry potter on our side and they're like hmm good idea okay let's work i bet on you that. it was i but bet like, you it was um umbridge brought it to fudge and fudge was like yeah you're right you're, you're right, right. <laughs> but like but fudge has been writing to dumbledore twice a day for the past fortnight so like literally since he found out that voldemort was back up until he got fired he's been like back you know changing his whole tune after a solid year Literally the day before the Department of Mystery situation, y'all were still sending out messages to folks like, nah, Harry Potter's still crazy. Like, Voldemort's definitely not back. Like, literally. Like, are you serious? Portia said, Portia said she can see Dumbledore, McGee, and Kingsley having a nice laugh about those letters. I mean, for real. But like... I've been like, word? Just don't even respond. Like, okay. Sure. So, um, in Petty News Alert... My, my my dad got a letter from someone, didn't open it, and just did return to sender. And I feel like that's what they should have done. Basically. Just the, basically. Just like, go on, like, put that, send that right back. Send that, that right back. I don't even know I'm going to open mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I got to the right spot, but did it? No. I don't need it. Nope. Return. Don't need to read. Not one, nothing. No. Reject this. Like, there's no I rebuke way. thee, Satan. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, so the portrait says uh, to the Prime Minister of Muggles, requesting a meeting, urgent, kindly respond immediately, Rufus Scrimger, Minister of Magic. Yes, yes, fine, to the Prime Minister. Um, and then Scrimger arrives. The Prime Minister's first foolish thought was that Rufus Scrimger looked rather like an old lion. Um, there, was a min- there was an immediate impression of shrewdness and toughness. The Prime Minister thought he understood why the wizarding community preferred Scrimger to Fudge as the leader in these dangerous times. Um, Fudge told you... Also, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, just shout out to Rufus Scrimger as a name. It's a good name. It's a good name. Mm-hmm. It is indeed. How do you... And that he looks like a lion, Gryffindor. <laughs> He's very much a Gryffindor. Really what happens is that in, like... When things are okay, they're like, let's get a Ravenclaw in there. Let's get a Fudge type. Because Fudge is shrewd as fuck. Mm -hmm. He's probably a Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. And then the shit goes down and they're like, somebody better Gryffindor up in this. Yeah, (laughs) get all that. Yeah. Maybe it's Fudge or the Slytherin. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. (laughs) Anyway. Um, How do you do to the Prime Minister? Fudge told you everything. He asked... um, 
yes. And if you don't mind, I'd rather keep the door unlocked. Sorry. So Strimger locks the door and the Prime Minister is like, mm, can't be in here locking my doors. Um, I'd rather not be... Also, you locking me in here with, with y'all? y'all. No, nah, I need an escape. Um, I'd rather not be interrupted, says Grimger, or watched, and so he closes the uh, shades on the windows. Right, well, I'm a busy man, so let's get down to business. First of all, we need to discuss your security. So he just... Also, he just comes in like, I'm in charge mm-hmm. now. I Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> yeah. The, the Muggle Prime Minister is o- is over it. So over it. Um, the, okay. Um, first of all, we need to discuss your security. Uh, the prime minister says, I'm perfectly happy, happy with the security I've got. Well, we're not. It'll be a poor lookout for the muggles if their prime minister gets put under the imperious curse. The new secretary in your outer, in your outer office. I'm not getting rid of Kingsley Shacklebolt, if that's what you're suggesting. He's highly efficient, gets through twice the work of the rest of them. Yeah, because he's motherfucking Kingsley Shacklebolt. He's Kingsley motherfucking Um, That's because he's a wizard, said Scrimger. A highly trained Auror who has been assigned to you for your protection. Now wait a moment, declare the Prime Minister. You can't just put your your people into my office. I decide who works for me. I thought you were happy with Shacklebolt, said Scrimger. I am. That is to say, I was. Then there's no problem, is there? I, well, as long as Shacklebolt's work continues to be, uh, excellent. Like, dude, you just gotta chill. Yeah, you just gotta just, take that yeah, out. It's fine. You don't take need that it. Um, <laughs> now about Herbert Charlie, your junior minister, the one who has been entertaining the public by impersonating a duck. Um, he is cur- he's clearly reacted to a poorly performed imperious curse at Scrimger. It's addled his bl- his brains, but he could still be dangerous. He's only quacking. Surely a bit of rest. Maybe go easy on the drink. A team of healers at St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries are examining him as we speak. So far, he has attempted to strangle three of them. I think it best that we remove him from the Muggle society for a while. He was imperious to kill the minister. Probably. Yep. Yep. Um, Because that would have been some shit on the news. Right. Junior minister murders Muggle minister, prime minister, and a heated quacking Mm -hmm. incident. Yeah. Um, chaos and be a lot he'll be all, he will be alright won't he asked the prime minister Scrimger merely shrugged cause again it's not just Fudge who is like it's all, it's of, all them. of them it's like entrenched in their like society that they don't like don't care um well that's really all I have to say I'll keep you posted of developments Prime Minister or at least I should probably be too busy to come personally in which case I shall send Fudge um, he is consented to stay on in an, in an advisory capacity even though like really you don't need him but I really yeah boy. that's really what it is he's become Percy Weatherby yeah yes he's taken Percy's place also I was thinking about this and not to like do this again but like in Order of the Phoenix, they don't go into Percy at all. And the strain that has on the Weasleys. At nope. All. He just is somehow on the um, on Fudge's side and we don't know what happened or why he's doing the most. He's not even in it. He just shows up when he's back. Mm-mm. He's also in um, Dumbledore's oh, he's in the, scene. Yeah. The Dumbledore escape scene. Yeah. And he's in the um, trial. Yeah. 
Um, yes, also the trial. Um, but for heaven's sake, you're wizards. You can do magic. Surely you can sort out, well, anything. I mean, you would think, but also they're human and the worst. Um, the trouble is the other side can do magic too, Prime Minister. And with that, the two wizards stepped into the other, or stepped one after the other into the bright green fire and vanished. I want to say that that Scrimger turned slowly on the spot and exchanged an incredulous look with Fudge. Like, they're looking at each other like, this mother, right. does he not get it? And it's like, no, he doesn't get it, because y'all didn't give him a briefing book. You you're, just you're barge just, into it. You're just like, these things are happening, in. and that's it. Like, you're not Catch really, up. you're, yeah. <laughs> and, and for someone who has not been, uh, for someone who's not been in that world, you have to give them, like, some, something. They have no idea, like, the scope of magic. Like, they don't have... It's like they're watching the movies. There's no rules mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, who is your MVP? In an odd turn of events, the Muggle Prime Minister. Okay. Because he's been through some shit, and he's trying to maintain his head. He's still trying to, like, work it out. Okay, so this is your... This is your... Y'all. Mm-hmm. Stick around, let's figure out a plan. And they're like, we got it. And he's like, just for being put upon. Real. Yeah, I don't really like the Muggle Prime Minister. Like, I feel sorry for him, but he's still like, he's just like Fudge, to be honest. But like, yeah, it's just, you know, he's a Muggle. You don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so, right. Um, I just. I just feel like he. I mean, no, yeah, I, I get he no. Be my I get, MVP, but I just feel like he's been through. No, some and shit. I get that. I think that's fine. I just am saying why I didn't mm-hmm. make him my MVP. Like I agree. Yeah. Why I think your reasons make sense. Um, I made Amelia Bones my MVP. Um, oh. shout out to her for putting up a fight. You know what I'm right. saying? Like R.I.P. And shout out to the Bones family just in general because they are they yes. are real. Like they are here for justice. The family of Hufflepuff. Yes. They said we are all gonna fight. They got like mm-hmm. their whole all of Edgar Bones' his family um, was in the Order of the Phoenix, and then Susan Bones out here in the uh, uh, in the Dumbledore's army. Like they are like mm-hmm. about it. G- generational, yes. So shout out to Amelia Bones and the Boneses. Um, Maggie makes Kingsley her MVP for being the best at whatever he does whenever he does it, which is a word. Mm-hmm. Amani says Kingsley for doing twice as much to get half a star. He does more work than anyone promote the man, but he also just started Amani. So, you know, <laughs> give him a second. Cause you know, people be coming in like on a first, you know, first week, first month showing out. And then all of a sudden they get comfortable That's sitting up here comfortable. Um, <laughs> Shady Portia makes Kingsley, her MVP for code switching like a pro and working so well that even Dursley can read his swag. That's true. That does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, benched. Did you? Who do you, who you got? Fudge. Because, yep. you know, both for everything that happened in the last book, that is, like, basically the reason why this chapter is happening, right? Like, he <laughs> is coming in, like, being ridiculous, and then comes here and is like, man, if only these other people would do the thing that I asked, and if only I could get through to this person, then I would still be Why won't Harry Potter talk to me stand up for me? Like, sir. Stand by me. Like, come on. Let's take some responsibility for your actions. 
Um, and then also just, like, the way he treated the Muggle Prime Minister and, like, his general kind of, like, indifference and disdain for Muggles um, means he shouldn't be in office, especially in a situation like this. Um, I don't necessarily think that means that Scrimger is the best choice, but at least they got Fudge up out of there. Um, Step one. Yeah. You know, you know, and again, yeah. it's a, it's a societal thing. It's not just Fudge. Um, he's definitely a product of his society, but also like he could go, he can leave. Yeah, but I mean, the thing too is like, there's always this line, right, where it's like I understand that like you grew up in the society and this is where all this stuff stems from, but at also at a certain point, like you're an autonomous person who can make like re-examine mm-hmm. or maybe like inputs. after all this like, shit happened you get sacked be like yeah maybe i should listen yeah. instead of writing to dumbledore asking him for help now maybe i should have listened to him a year ago like you know maybe if i had so. ma- paid attention to what dumbledore and harry potter were saying a year ago then we would have been on the front and we would have known that voldemort was back and would have been able to fight back and give some something right but instead you ignored it for a year and now he's out and now he's really out here murdering muggles and shit and now what I mean, yeah. Um, you know, who did you bench? So I had this like issue because I know that you like your benches to be quantifiable, and I wanted to bench the Ministry of Magic. I mean, you can I do that. Like, I felt like yes, Fudge definitely deserves to sit down, but also Scrimger needed to sit down, and also there's a Department of Misinformation mm-hmm. that needs to sit down, and the you know, or is there uh, just all of these different spots in which, like, there has been a failure? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do the ministry. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I I'm fine with like things like the ministry, right? Versus like yeah. things like everyone except this one person that I can't <laughs> can't do that because I don't know. But if it's the ministry, then usually I'll just ca- I usually don't add it to the overall like series mm-hmm. one but i keep it for the book yeah i mean i would say give the give the, the l to fudge if you want to put it on the spreadsheet but it's the ministry yeah for sure um so amani benches fudge for his years of trash and scrimger for starting off out of pocket maggie's with me and bitches the ministry for not caring at all about actual muggle safety and causing countless brain damage which is so mm-hmm. true especially in our world leaders come yeah. on but Fudge, in particular, for just being a terrible leader. And Shady Portia says, Fudge for bungling his position of power just because he's rightfully insecure, leading to the power dynamic that's allowed the breakouts, the Death Eaters, and the World Cup, and the Dementors defecting a role they never should have held. Also, the countless needless deaths. Mm-hmm. She gave a word. Yep. Portia is an intellectual. <laughs> Um, so thank you for listening. Next week we will discuss chapter two of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Spinner's End. Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched um, for this oh, chapter um, and the next chapters to come. Um, like we said in the last episode, like, oh, what's up? I would also like to make Beyonce my MVP for being the queen of my sure. life. I will allow that. The artist of my heart. What is? What did Adele call her? The queen of. Yeah, I mean, I will also. I may count that towards Hedwig. That's yeah. fine. They're the same person. That's, yeah, that's what I figured. Like, since they're the same person. Um, but also, yeah. So let us know your votes. Um, it starts. We're starting fresh 
with a new book, new spreadsheet, you know, like new fresh. book, new it's, you. We're we're come, doing this. Come in. Let us know guys. who your vote what your votes are. Um and then yeah, use hashtag wizard team, add us at we block and nerds, um at Yana underscore hollows, at Robin underscore Ravenclaw on Twitter, join our Facebook group, um follow us on Instagram, like, just be ready, you know what I'm saying? Like, Instagram. throw us a couple coins if you have them so that we can, you know, eat when we go to Universal FanCon, like, all these, all these things, you know what I'm saying? Like, get some merch, show off, show off your style. Um, Marissa wants to make Sirius Black her MVP. Okay. I just voted You voted um, for her, or did she actually say that? No, she said okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I was like... Whoops. Cool. So that's it. Yeah. Bye, y'all. We'll see you next week.